All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 7 of Oilers Nation Radio, a podcast that's not really on radio. That's the joke. Get it? Dan, you laughing? It was clever. I'm glad that Dan finally now understands the joke. Today is going to be an interesting episode of the podcast. Why? Because the Oilers suck again. Or maybe they always have. Who knows? They are 0-2 in the season. Season opener party last week got ruined by a 5-2 loss to the Devils. Last night, they played the Bruins. Played better, except for like a 10-minute window where the wheels really fell off. McDavid flew past old man Chara, opened the scoring. Everybody's excited. Twitter was happy. Oilers fans were feeling pretty good. Connor looked great. Flowing hair at the back of his helmet. Sexy. So then... Penalties. Penalties. Special teams. Special teams was a big problem last night. Let's recap the Oilers and Bruins real quick. Um, Chris, you were doing some gifs for us last night. Handed it over to Coombe. What do you think of the first probably three quarters where you were jiffing? You were looking for items to put out to the nation. I was jiffing good. Um, there, was, there was lots of positives, lots of negatives. Negatives, obviously, is our special teams, which looked terrible last night. Positives, though. Uh, Jujar Kara was a big positive. Uh, maybe took an undisciplined penalty, but I think uh, as far as all of our tough guys go, JJ stepped up last year and he's picking it right up where he left off. So it was nice to see him throwing the body and uh, getting in a fight. 
And then he's not in the lineup today. In the and lineups. now he's not in the lineup for a mysterious reason. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Like the, the lines are a big thing that people are talking about a lot. Let's let's try and stay on the bright side of last night's game before we get into the weeds. Cam, did you see anything you liked last night? Oh, okay. Um, that that's kind of a that's kind of a curveball because now I have to think of positives, which is not easy. But what I what I will say is that the game on Thursday night was better than the season opening game, though the bar was set extremely low. It was a low bar. There is a modest improvement, and if they can come out and play like that against a bottom-feeding dog-shit team tomorrow afternoon like the New York Rangers, then uh, they might not not lose. You ever get that feeling of that you need to be focused in on the game, watching it on your couch at home to really be invested? Like at the pint, yeah, Evan's nodding his head. At the pint, it's, it's hard to focus. Like they were losing... And I felt guilty because I'm like pacing around the bar and there's lots of distractions and I'm not like really fully invested. I need to be sitting at home on my couch. And that's what last night was. So I feel even worse about the loss than the first game. But it felt good to be back on my couch, like zoned in on the TV. Anyone? Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. It was uh I don't feel like I was when I was in Sweden, I was as engaged as I was last mm-hmm. night watching the game on the couch. It's uh it's just a different feeling. But uh but yeah, last night was uh, last night. There was some positives to take away from it. I think uh, Tobias Reader, who was our off season, uh, big off season get, uh, he Huge was really get. good. I mean, Huge. they had three gets, and two of them are no longer with the organization. Hey. So. Hey. hey, Jason Garrison and Alex Chazen are still with the organization. Trying to stay positive. Trying to stay positive here. I'm Tobias trying to liven Reader. you guys up. Some you're in all the comatose. Tobias super Reader monotone. played really well. McDavid always plays really well. Bouchard looked really well or really good with the puck. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Kajula had probably his one of his best games as an Oiler last night. He was just uh, <laughs> these positives are extremely low bar. <laughs> oh positives. man, these are really low bar positives. Nobody Tobias Reader was this wow noticeable. Drake Kajula didn't suck complete ass for the first time ever. Nobody died, so that was sweet good. Positives, literally all we have. The roof didn't. There was no. There was no like Boston Tea Party explosion in the city. There was no. Um, Yes, the Boston Tea Party explosion. Yeah, everyone knows the Boston Tea Party explosion. <laughs> when they blew up all the tea. Exactly. Since you guys are obviously defaulting to the negative side of yesterday's <laughs> it's game. It's just too easy. See, I don't think they played that bad outside of like the 10 minutes. No, I agree completely. Special teams was horrible. Bad luck. A lot of bad luck. Yeah, there was a goal that bounces in off Drake Kajula. What are you going to do about it? He was so angry. Pasternak, the- sometimes you just have to respect the flow. Oh, yeah. Pasternak's goal was just ridiculous. And sometimes you just be like, all right. What are you gonna do? Same thing with the Bruins fans when Connor scored his goal. It's like, what can you do? You can't you can't stop that. It just is what it is. Although Twitter was kind of fun. For that for that one fleeting moment? No, Twitter was just kind of fun. Like, no matter what's going on, Oilers Twitter is a lot of fun. It's intense. It's like if they're winning, everybody's excited, everybody's happy. But if you kind of can appreciate the chaos of the situation, then everybody's kind of like, all right, this is There's a good no time. middle ground. There's no just if you can sift through the weeds of like the real depress people on Twitter. Things are okay. Because some people make fun of it. Like whom? Or both Wanye and I, Wanye just snuck into the room, by the way, so I'm going to get a quick note from him as soon as I wrap this up. We both had tweets go off yesterday. Do you see Wanye's? Everybody's staring at me. Yeah, Nobody follows our social media? I don't follow Wanye. Wanye, you want to recap the tweet? First of all, I came into the office to do work and there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people doing work. In the office. Doing work. Where am I supposed to go to look at celebrity news at Little Brick if I can't come into my own office? 
I had my favorite tweet in the last three years. I kept laughing at myself, which is my favorite thing to do. Making fun of how Chirelli stayed at Harvard when everybody good dropped oh, out. I remember. That was good. I texted screenshots of it to people. I didn't feel like I was getting enough praise. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Are you watching this? This is gold right now. Shut up about that damn tweet. It's only two games, kids. It's an 82-game season, 84-game season, 86-game season, 82-game season. 98 game season. It's a playoffs. four game season, and they all already have lost twice. What was your tweet, Bagmo? I had a meme. I made a meme of uh, Nuge had the goal. Well, not a goal. It kind of just skated right across the goal line. So I made a little meme, and it kind of took off. It had three thousand likes last time I looked at it on the really? OED Instagram account. Nice. That is quite. That is quite the meme. People were upset. Memes. But what are you gonna do? Sometimes you're an Oilers fan. Sometimes you get pissed off. Sometimes you get fiery two games into an 82-game season. It's, uh, yeah, everything's, oh, man. Everything's just so elevated from last year. And Chris, two losses. the rage today, as always, brought to you by our friends, Sherwood Ford, who encourages emotional reactions. Sherwood Ford. One thing I want to bring up, Frank versus Gus. Gus. Doing a prediction... Mortal. Good boy predictions. And my boy Frank is 0-2 right now where Gus evened it up yesterday with a pick of the Bruins. We got to get a uh, whiteboard standing scoreboard going. I'm keeping office. track. Mortal enemies. All I know is I was that there was a lot of people on Twitter and in my B-cast last night chirping Frank for going 0-2. Yeah, do you ever think Frank is just like drinking the juice right now? He's a little too late. Of course he is. Yeah. It's Kool-Aid season, man. You can't be getting this mad two games into a season. Frank's in full Kool-Aid mode. Meanwhile, Gus, a rookie, level-headed, Comes in, big big win last night, chooses the Bruins, and now he's 1-1. One and, one, and it paid off. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Anyway, I'll tell you what you should do. Go visit our friends at Sherwood Ford. 2540 Broadmoor Boulevard, Sherwood Park, Alberta. Give them a call. 780-449-3673. Again, 780-449-3673. Or go to SherwoodFord.ca and talk to Victoria right now, Chris. Victoria's there, probably. I bet she would help you with anything that you need. Schedule an apartment, buy a truck. Sherwood Ford the Giant. They're our friends. Now, what I want to bring up now, uh, right now is that Elliot Friedman went on radio in Calgary this morning. And he was asked about what the hell's going on with the Oilers, which is something I don't know if anybody can figure out. And he kind of said, the hot seats are blazing already. Coom, what do you think about that? Do you think it's too early to have people on the hot seat? No, it's too late to have them on the hot seat. I mean, Peter Chiarelli's already shoved his fist into the organization and completely <laughs> guttered what he inherited. When oh, he came no. in in 2015. He had the most, like, oh. the most like idiot-proof situation ever, and the guy just absolutely ruined it. I mean, get the guy out as quick as you can and bring somebody in that can fix it. I don't, I don't have much qualms with Todd McClellan, to be honest. I think he was handed a rotten egg, and I mean, you can't really make anything out of that. The reality is, is that Chiarelli's created a roster that could win the Stanley Cup in 2010. Yeah, it's but not tr- 2010 anymore. No one has has anyone ever fired the GM in the first five games. Of the I was season? trying to find it last night. I couldn't find it, but I could find when coaches got fired. I thought it was hilarious. But nineteen forty four, Chris. Yeah, Chicago Blackhawks fired their coach Paul Thompson after only a single game. <laughs> it would be a damn shame if McClellan, I think, had to be the fall guy for this situation. Agreed. But that's just how it goes, though, right? Is like the GM's always going to fire the coach first to be like, "See, I did right. something. I'm trying Especially to make a change." This early in the season, it's all in the coach's hands and not the GM's, which it shouldn't be like that. But that's how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Dan, what do you think? Uh, I give full marks to the Calgary media for uh, deflecting 
a lot of the anger from the uh, from their own team onto the Edmonton. Players. I will admit though that seeing the Oilers lose last night and then having the Flames game come on and they were getting shit stomped by the yeah. Blues, I was like, all right, well that kind of makes it a little yeah. bit better. So I mean, that's a hey, that's a good spin move by them, and uh, you know, it just I mean, it's 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 Friedman just kind of confirming what everybody else thinks, which is that literally everybody in the organization has a has a red laser beam on their chest waiting to be including are we talking including old boys club or just like the actual peasants that can be fired according to elliot friedman he said i would just say this i don't think there's a person in the organization that feels secure maybe gretzky because he's gretzky (laughs) you're telling me that you're telling me that we're gonna we're gonna see kevin Lowe get the axe from whatever whatever the fuck it is he's doing now is that he's, gonna like, he's a booking concerts. Or I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Kevin Lowe fixes anything. If you do get rid of him, this is. Are we talking about? It's like Nicholson down kind of thing. Are we? Are we seeing Keith Gretzky is feeling nervous yeah. right now? No, I bet Keith Gretzky no. would be the one that takes over as GM if anything Absolutely. happens. So I think there might be like one person that's feeling nervous, and that person should have been feeling nervous a long time ago. It I also be, just want to give yeah. a real quick shout out. Sorry, Chris, to cut you off. When I brought up that tweet last night about the the Blackhawks booting Paul Thompson after one game, I want to give a shout out to a guy that follows me, Rock and Roll Trucker, because he had a tweet that made me crack up laughing, where he just said, "You know what? The greatest generation didn't fuck around, man. One no. game gone. Anyway, sorry, Short I cut leash. you off." I was just gonna say how eye opening it is is that it's Conor McDavid's fourth year with the Oilers and we're 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 begging for a wild card spot. Did you ever think this was gonna be the case for you? Not acceptable. No, That's what amazing. annoys me with things like Bob Stoffer yesterday. He goes on about tweeting how the uh, Dale Talon from Florida says you don't know what you have with the defenseman until three hundred games, and he goes on to list where the Oilers defensemen are at in games played. And you're like, okay, that's great, that's fine. But do you think Connor wants to sit and fucking wait yeah. around for these guys to develop into third pairing defensemen? Yeah. No offense, I'm a little bit salty. Back to last night's game. Back on the defense. Where were the holes last night that you guys saw? Uh, I mean, uh, Benning got Benning got absolutely. <laughs> Not one of Matt Benning's finer games last night. Destroyed by pass. The best was when he just went behind the net and just fed Patrice Bergeron for that goal. It was was, perfect. That was the best breakout pass the Oilers had the entire game. It was perfect. Right on the tape, right in the high slot, open net. What was hilarious was Brandon Carlo just wiping out when he tried to to hit the open net down the wing. He just eats shit. Part of me, I'm the eternal optimist when it comes to the Oilers. So when I saw Carlo wipe out and go way wide, I'm like, Stefan, Patrick, Stefan, here yes, it comes. Here it we just need two quick ones. We're yes. back in the mix. Meanwhile, Alishemsky's a free agent right now. Uh, yeah. Maybe pick him up and spark the offense. He could score some last minute goals. I'm going to throw a positive into the mix here. Go ahead, Chris. I think uh, Chris Russell and Evan Bouchard look good last night together. I would say Evan Bouchard looks really good. Uh, Chris Russell's in a good spot on the third pairing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he belongs. I'm impressed with Evan Bouchard in the sense that he's getting better by the game. Yeah. His passes are on point. Fires lasers. Uh, you know, he makes the odd mistake. He should probably get do? bumped up into the top four by now. I think it's time to move Benning down into the role that he thrives in, which well, is like 17 uh, minutes a game, and then move Bouchard up, playing with Darnell Nurse, I think, allow Nurse to be that shutdown guy. And then Bouchard can take on more of an just, offensive role. It's when you see Bouchard two or three times a game, which because he's a 19-year-old, it happens. He played 12 making, minutes uh, five on five last night. And he makes he makes some young mistakes. Yeah, it's just, I'd be it's just careful... Natural moving him anywhere past the the problem is that the guy that they have in the top four matt benning got fucking owned up and down the ice last Mm -hmm. night but and and do you do you want to risk bouchard and his uh yes his confidence to do it (laughs) what about just lean into it because everybody everybody's saying okay let's throw jesse pooley into the top six he hasn't really proved anything but he'll be great let's see what happens so let's do it with bouchard too throw him into the top four we'll see what happens 
But that's a 19-year-old versus a 20-year-old? Two. The weird thing about Puliarvi that I think is everybody's saying how much he needs to earn it when there are guys above him on the current depth chart that have fewer games played in the NHL than he does. It's a little bit odd. Uh, I'm going to probably beef with Gregor next time I talk to him because he said, and I'm trying to find his tweet, this was in your mentions, Dan, that he's not sure JP thinks the game well enough. Yakupov. Though yesterday in the GDB, he said comparing... Puliarvi to Yakupov, who he also used to say doesn't think the game well enough, is way off base. You guys said it in the one minute men, Chris. Um, if that was incorrect, I blame Cam for uh, giving me the no, notes. No, that's, that's what it said. That's what Gregor said. Yeah. Gregor said, what he said in his notes yesterday is don't compare Yakupov and Puliarvi. Puliarvi. We're not going to see the best of Puliarvi until he's 22. And who, sorry, who tweeted that? Uh, Gregor because tweeted this. Gregor tweeted, no, no, no. Who tweeted that Puliarvi doesn't? Gregor. Gregor, oh, Gregor said Gregor both of these things, but what I think Gregor, what I think his thinking is putting these two things together, is that Gregor doesn't think we're going to see the best of Puliarvi until later, and right now he doesn't think the game well, which is probably accurate. Probably, I mean, sometimes it's hard to get a point across in 280 characters or less. Yeah. However, I still feel like me and Gregor are going to rumble because he's also taking some unprovoked shots at my boy Nugent. I don't appreciate it. Don't appreciate it at all. That has been getting you fired Gregor up needs this to week. Be careful. Yes, or else I'll. Text him something. Begged Ruth. Yes. Oh. Jesse Pulevi looked. He. I tweeted this last night. He looks like he's three feet taller than he was last season. I don't know why. He well, because he's he like a moose. Massive. He's a baby moose, and he's growing into he a is. large he's adult so moose. Lanky. Large adult son. He just looks so hungry. I want. Like I want to give him more minutes. I want him playing on that second line. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. I thought you were going to bring up pizza yes, there. Yes. I was going to say, hey, no. we can't do that anymore. He doesn't no. like pizza. He hates yeah. it. We can I feed am, him like cheeseburgers, pasta. He'll bulk up from that, probably. The problem with the problem with last night's game for me is they look way too much like last year's team. Like we were told, everybody, all the media were saying, "Oh man, the Oilers are so hungry now in September. They're kicking ass in preseason. They're you all fired up and they want to fuck shit up because they were so bad last year and they're embarrassed." But they look like the exact same team. Well, I would give the exact them- same team. Bad special teams, just like nothing going on behind Connor McDavid. No offense behind him, and then just all these lulls where where they get nothing done for. Like I'd give them ten years. games with the new coaching staff to if they're zero and ten, then there's. A but problem. the thing is, is they if don't. They're zero and ten. We got a whole <laughs> another set of problems. Rogers' place will burn to the ground. <laughs> Rick, you were texting me last night. You were more positive than most about last night's game. I'll give you the final word on the Boston Oilers recap. I don't think they look like they did last year. Last year, they looked they're kind of soulless. There was nothing really behind them. They kind of went out there and did their thing. Last night, I saw them out there skating, hitting. They were outclassed, which is fine. Boston is one of the better teams. Uh, we should be well beyond this by now, but we are where we are. Uh, they looked a lot better last night than what I saw on Saturday and what I saw from last year. Take this. You get a lot to grow on. The coaching staff, Yanni can help out on the defense. That's going to help out with Benning. Uh, I would actually move Bouchard up a bit only because Benning is better suited and we don't have another option to play that second uh, right pair guy. Drake was fine. JJ was fine. Pooley needs some more four-on-four time. And that second power play, I don't even think, hit the ice last night. That really killed off some of his extra time. Wanya, you had a word you want to say? You got to remember, they just came back from Europe. New Jersey also came back at, from Europe at, and beat the Stanley Dan. Cup Dan came back from Look at Dan. He, he just came great. back from Europe. He's like, oh my God, I've given my yes. illness an acronym. It's true. EDC. <laughs> a very flat start. 
That's all it was, boys. New just Jersey two games. New Jersey, who also came back from Europe, just beat the Stanley Cup champions six nothing. Well, they're not New Jersey. <laughs> they, the Oilers like, don't the have the talent that the Devils have. They don't Obviously. have Taylor Hall on their roster. <laughs> it's understandable. Yeah, we're not as good as New Jersey. That's fine. Would we all be feeling a little bit more positive if uh, Austin Matthew wouldn't have like twelve points right now? No, actually, you know what? Austin Matthews makes me feel good because the Leafs should have signed him in the summer and they're going to get fucking bent over on his contract. So that makes me feel good. It is terrible paying good players. What we would rather have is an oily situation where we pay bad players. This is the dream. Well, <laughs> I, I guess. I mean, yeah. Having, having good players in your team is a nightmare. This is a, this is a bad situation. Well, no, you're missing the point is that they didn't sign him last year. So now they're going to get raked right. on his next contract. Anyway... That Oilers Bruins recap brought to you by our friends at Sherwood Ford. Of course, Sherwood Ford, the giant. Why, Chris? They have giant ideas. They have and giant respect for their customers. They have giant personalities. They have giant nation trucks, too. How about that thing parked outside the pine on Saturday? It uh, took us a little bit of time to squeeze it into the sidewalk area, but it worked. And now we know it works, so it will be out there a lot more often. Chances are... Most people in the city have seen Jay driving that thing, whether they intend to or not, because you could see him from blocks away. Jay said yesterday that uh, he's had someone honk at him already, and it's been a week, so that's good. Sherwood Ford is also doing a contest, I think. If you take a picture of that truck and tag it with Nation Truck, you get entered to win some stuff. So go ahead and do that. Go find Jay. Stalk him. Find where he lives. Hang outside his house. Take pictures of the truck. Now, let's get to something a little bit more positive, something that we're looking forward to, because you know what? I'm not ready to panic. It's two games into a season, a very long season. Let's talk about our trip to Calgary. On November 17th, the nation is packing a bus full of citizens, and we are rolling down Highway 2 to go see that horrible, horrible shithole known as the Saddledome. Chris, we did it in March of last year when the Oilers were long out of the playoffs, and everybody had a great time. Do you expect the same from this year's trip? Yeah, it's going to be a lot more exciting this time because we're in the playoff race this early, so that's good. Um, we can say that, right? We're I not, mean, we're not in, eliminated. We're going to soak it up now while we <laughs> still can. We are not eliminated yet. Uh, and you know what? We're going to Calgary this time with some goals. What uh, are the goals? One thing that we need to uh, check off the list is we're returning the shovel. As we discussed last week, we're returning the shovel back to Calgary. The shovel's cursed. The Oilers have lost every game since I stole that shovel. We need to take it back. They lost their last Actually, they won their it. last game of the season. They beat Vancouver. Oh, did they? Yeah. We so had, we're, oh, we're, we're mostly one your two. fault. We're, we're one it's and mostly two your fault. And I just assume that there's some maintenance man out there that was really, really hurt and upset that he went to grab his customized shovel to get rid of whatever snow had accumulated on the stairs, and it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to staying at the Sandman Hotel again. Right next to the Crack Max. Right next to the Crack Max. Is there a swimming pool? No. There might be a swimming pool this time, actually. Cause oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, we called. There was some yes. kind of... Oh, boys, we're getting in the tub. Now we're talking. Can we call them? Time. Should we call them? How has this party now sold out? The party? <laughs> <laughs> and then My also, uh, what's that? The Chinese food place? We Singapore Sam's. Singapore Sam's. Exactly. a good time that. at Singapore Sam's. That's a late night place. So right now, what we're looking for is because Pine Calgary closed, unfortunately, after we shut it down. We shut it down. I blame Ooh, Fat Dad for puking in the closet. He shut the pint down single-handedly. Now we need a new place to party in Calgary. So we're going to figure that out. So we have suggestions. However, Maybe Singapore like a- Sam's, we're going to end up there later in the night. Oh, yeah. We're going to end up there. Cam's probably going to break, you know, 15 sets of chopsticks again. I He's am, doing his drums. He's playing, you know, Wipeout or whatever. I am not going to that subway by myself this time. 
I mean, you got offered a blowy at the subway for half uh, your sub. That's a pretty good deal, in my opinion. I would have taken it. I'm shocked you didn't take it. That was a hell of a time. I'm genuinely shocked. The guy that was passed out at the table should have taken it. Or as Poigny pointed out the other day, you could have taken his sub, passed it along. A little bit of commerce is happening there. He was passed out. He would have never known. What are you going to do? So tickets to that Calgary trip are available uh, on OilersNation.com through like our article or just go directly to BacksideTours.com. What kind of details can you provide for that trip, Chris? When is it? Well, November, <laughs> I love putting I'm him on the look, spot. He's like, let's talk the about the link. Calgary trip. November 17th. November 17th, that's Saturday. Uh, you can purchase a ticket uh, single, double occupancy, uh, and I think a four. You got up to a, a four. You a four. Get up to a four, yeah. You yeah. get up to a four. I encourage you all to read details of such things before plugging. <laughs> Next time, we will be ready. Go to OilersNation.com, search up Calgary trip. You'll get the details there. Why? Because I knew what I was doing when I wrote the article. As always, I'm dependable, Dan. Yes. Speaking of trips, let's recap your trip, Dandles. Yeah. You were in Europe. You I made was. a German kid cry. You met all kinds of nation fans. You ingratiated yourself to a German Oilers fan group. You brought no yep. gifts back to us. That is true. Did. No you gifts. didn't even bring a decoration back to the office. I brought back. You didn't even buy yourself a keychain. I brought back the European death cold. None of us and have been, gotten it yet. Yeah, I've been trying to give it to you guys, licking your shit. Well, thanks for that. Appreciate yeah. your You've been looking. Excuse me, what have you been looking? Yes. All of your stuff. Is that what I heard? Yes. Dan, recap the trip. Where did it start? Where did you end up? Yeah. So what was the the tour? So I headed over to Munich first and uh, hit hit up Oktoberfest wearing my Connor McDavid jersey. How many people are at Oktoberfest? I've always wanted to go. Uh, Like a ram packed. They the tents have to hold like they have to hold like ten thousand people. Damn, Daniel. We're getting notes from Jared here on the side. Dan is cutting out. He's having. Jared we just have, took off his headphones. Jared took off his headphones. He's, he's coming up. towards Dan. Oh, he's I'm, approaching. I'm he's cotton wires. Oh, Jared is goodness. our professional audio engineer. He is going to Dan's microphone. He's making adjustments. He is touching things. Oh, no. Dan, what are you doing? It's amazing action. This is professional, boys. This is what happens. There's like a guy ready. It's like how the president travels around with three liters of his own blood. He's ready for anything. Wait, what? That's true. You know, he travels around with three liters of his own blood in a Ziploc bag in his pocket. Now... Wow. Just in case you get thirsty. So now am I cutting out still? <laughs> good. Dan, so, Oktoberfest, you're there. You're in a tent. Yes. There's. Uh, Were there's you wearing a, Lederhosen? I wasn't. We Failed. tried to find Lederhosen. They couldn't find Lederhosen big enough for me. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Come on, Germany. Come on. Sort it out. I'm fat. Um, and uh, yeah. So anyways, it was a good time. Uh, spent two days there in Munich and then uh, headed over to Cologne and had a, had a day and a half in Cologne uh, before the hockey game. Cologne is a Cologne is a beautiful city. I want to ask uh, I want to ask specifically about the game in Cologne though because yes. you had talked about when you got back to the office about the vibe in the arena yeah. and how German fans are going bonkers. Yeah, so so I did the two games, the one in Sweden couldn't couldn't even hold a candle to the uh, to the atmosphere in Cologne. The uh the the bonus there for us was that we were playing the local team in Cologne, the Cologne Sharks and uh, Ryan so, Jones led Cologne Sharks. Yeah. Yeah, they uh they had, I guess, they had Christian Erhoff on their banners before he retired, and then Ryan Jones slipped in there. But anyways, um, so yeah, so the Cologne uh, Booster Club, which is set up behind each uh, each of the home or each of the nets, those those fans were going absolutely wild. Do they do that thing where like soccer fans where they section off fans? Yes, yeah. So they, so when you're uh, not f- specifically for this event, but in uh, I was I was told that in the German league games. They, uh, they. If you're a Cologne fan, you sit with Cologne fans. If you're the, 
If you're the Berlin fan, you sit with Berlin fans. So it's it's it's, it's very it's, soccer of you. Yeah. So it's just, sharks. It's set up so that you're you're cheering and you're excited with your with your fellow fans. That's to prevent um, stabbings as well. I would assume that's probably probably also true. But uh, yeah. So anytime anytime us uh, Oilers fans would get a let's go Oilers chant going, the Cologne fans would respond with one of their own uh, pre uh, pre coordinated chants, which was just it was just phenomenal. And every time we went up in the game, they would they would get louder. We've talked about it on Real Life Podcast a million times. Go check out Nation Real Life. We've talked about it a million times. The fan atmosphere at Rogers Place is a library, even compared to what we saw on TV. Would you agree? You've, you are a partial season ticket holder, Daniel, mm-hmm. at Rogers Place. Quarter season. You've been to the Cologne Sharks game. I have. How would you compare? It's not even close. It, like The fans there, they have... They have uh, they have like traditions. So as the players are all announced, each player is announced, and the fans will yell out the last name of every player. On I the saw line. the video they, they did that for Drysaddle. It was so cool, good. cool moment and for they, him. Did they do it for Reader as well? They did it for Reader and Drysaddle. Yep, uh, as well as all cool. of their players. Um, so they from from top down, German fans they don't they don't see star players. They just everybody is as important as the. Uh, as the first guy to the last guy. So what you're suggesting is that we should treat Drake Kajula in the same way that we treat Connor McDavid. Yeah, I mean it can't it can't hurt to uh, to give him as loud of a clap as what, Connor always gets. What is the league where they give the leading scorer in the league a gold helmet? That's the Swedish, Swedish. League. Oh, they wear the gold okay. lid. Okay, I thought it was the Swiss, but is it the yeah, Swiss? Could be some Euro. Never yeah. Mind. Whatever. Well, yeah, the leading, the leading goal it's or point guard. That league, it's a golden um, dome. Values the star player. Yeah, but the the fans don't. The fans would give all of the players just as much love, top okay. to bottom. This is so. the division of labor. Solid. Whereas, Shout out to you, German folks. Now, fast forward to your game in Sweden. Yes, it was a little bit quieter. Yeah, it was. It had a more North American feel to it. It uh, there was there was a lot of Euler and and Devil fans there, um, and yeah, it just it just didn't didn't have the same atmosphere to it. Uh, Oilers fans were loud, and then we went down, and we quieted right down, and the Devil fans picked it up. And Losses aside, German game aside, you met a lot of nation citizens over there. I did. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about the nation being big in Europe. Yeah. Let's talk about how they find it, what they're doing, because you actually told us they have a really cool routine. You gave us a little preview in real life on Monday, or yeah, Wednesday, yeah. whatever it was. How do these European fans, obviously there's a time difference, yep. how do they learn about the Oilers? How are they interacting with the nation? Yeah, so so for both uh, Cologne and, and all of Germany, and then as well as Gothenburg and all of Sweden, they're eight hours different uh, away from us time-wise. So when they want to watch a game, uh, they they go to bed early that next that day before, and they get up at about 4 o'clock in the morning, their time, and have to watch the game. So most of them... Respect. Yeah, exactly. If you're getting up at 4 a.m. to watch the Oilers specifically, especially, you know, I mean, 11 in the last 12 years haven't exactly been a whole lot of fun. Yep. That is hardcore. How do the European Oilers fans deal with the Oilers' problems? Well, I was just going to kind of say, like, like they they consume a lot of, and a lot of their... uh, a lot of their opinions, whereas we can listen to the radio and we can watch TSN and we can, you know, access all these sites during the so night like after the game. They're reading, they're reading OilersNation.com. <laughs> they're in a prison of their own thoughts. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. could be bad. They it, can't even communicate with people because that's the thing about Europe is there's no language. And, they, and there's no internet. There's no reading. And there's no internet. It's true. It's terrifying, dark, are, cold hell. These are all true <laughs> stories. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they, so they, I, I admire their fandom above above you know even ours uh to a certain extent but yeah so they 
so kind of getting back to their routine. Uh, so some of them, you know, they'll say that that they don't they don't even really watch the first two periods of the game. They'll check in at seven o'clock in the morning, watch the third period of the game, and then on their way into work and the train or whatever, they'll read OilersNation.com. And uh, so you're saying a bunch of German people probably read my wrap up this morning. Yep, absolutely, they did. God bless you, Germany. And they thank uh, you for Volkswagen and BMW and yes. Yep, stealing and, cold stairs. And I did meet. I meet. I met. Uh, I met the Czech fan club as well. On the Czech fan club, same kind of idea. They're, uh, they're big fans of the nation. As you well guys as, thought uh, I was going somewhere. <laughs> you would never. As well as all the uh, the Swedish fans as well. So yeah. So a cool uh, experience. Yep. A lot of nation fans. Were yes. you surprised by how many people knew about the nation? Just you showed up there. You went solo to Sweden. Yeah. You were with a buddy in Germany. Went solo to Sweden. Yeah. Were you surprised with how many like fans just kind of knew who you were, knew what the nation was? Well, yeah. I mean, me especially. Like I, I've been with the nation now for a year, and I haven't been the, uh, I haven't been the most. You know, I, I haven't been on the screen as much, and, and I'm not as pretty as some of our uh, other uh, more photogenic members. So. So yeah, it was it was. I don't really, know, man. You've run three kilometers so far. That's yeah. We're three kilometers there. so far, slimming down. Nation Dan there. is going to be a buck sixty-five by the end of the season. Yes. Go uh, ahead. But uh, yeah, it was it was just a real humbling experience to have uh, have big fans of the nation and big fans of the Oilers walking up to me and recognizing me and and uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it well, was wild to be boat, in another country. We're all in this boat together, you know. Yeah. We're all Oilers fans. We're all just schlubs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's something that came from from this whole thing. Like the German Facebook group, uh, most of them met for the first time in person that morning for the Cologne game. Oh, did you guys do name tags? Because we did no. name tags at a nation party a little while ago, and it was hilarious <laughs> putting handles to faces. No name tags. They just uh, they were just the best of friends. But that's that's the beautiful thing about this sport and being an Oilers fan is that you you meet an Oilers fan and they're a friend that you just didn't have before because you share a commonality and you share you can share your opinions and. And yeah, you may disagree on some things, but uh, but we're all just passionate about this team. I encourage everybody to go to OilersNation.com and read all of Dan's Road to Sweden updates. Yeah. He's got nice little pictures in there, Yeah, little stories. Yep. Talked about when you had coffee with Mac T. Yeah, that was random. Real quick, what, how did this happen? You had coffee so, with Mac T. Go ahead. So, uh, he, so I, I ended up heading out to the Cologne uh, Church, which is a, quite a famous church if you haven't uh, seen it. I, Great I, coffee, too. In one of the... Uh, one of the the stories there, I, I kind of gave a little brief recap on it. And uh, I'd heard that there was a rumor that there was a bunch of Oilers in the area, which I thought was strange because they had already been at that church. Turns out that their hotel was right next to the church. So um, I just kind of hung around the hotel, ran into Gene Principe, uh, ran into, saw a couple Oilers walking in and out of the hotel. And then as I uh, walked around the hotel, I walked into a cafe and who else was sitting there but Craig McTavish? And so I just said hi. And uh, he went in to get a second coffee and he came back out and he was sitting by himself. So I offered to have him come sit with me and my me and my friends. And uh, and he agreed. What is he taking? Hey, Craig, coffee? why don't you pop a squat over here, pal? Yeah. So uh, so he did. And he was he was just a just a just a pleasure to be around. What Very, was Mac uh, T uh, drinking? Like two cream, two sugar, just an espresso. Black. Just an espresso. Just, Straight did espresso. On, okay. Did you get a, a look at the cup. seat? Was it hot? Okay. We were discussing earlier that um, <laughs> people oh. were on the hot seat. I was wondering if Craig wow. Montavish. Wow. Was, okay. okay. Seat was hot. Yeah. Uh, no. He he seemed he seemed very excited about the team. He was he's high on Yamamoto. Uh, likes Bouchard a lot, and uh, had let me know that 
that the Oilers were actually looking at moving up uh, to get Bouchard. They had talked about using a second-round pick to get him, and uh, the numbers guys thought that there was a chance that he could fall to the Oilers, and so they didn't. But Shout-out to numbers. Shout-out to the numbers guys. Shout-out to numbers. Chris, real quickly. Shout-out to numbers. You want to mention something before we move on to another round of Coombs trivia, which I'm really not looking forward to. Mm. Chris, what do you have? You want to mention a little bit of nation gear? Oh, yeah. I was wondering where you're going. <laughs> uh, we have new nation gear. We're going to do a shared document for next week, so everybody knows I what I'm looking I was up in the document at. this morning. Were you? I'm in the document right now. Goodness gracious. Chris, talk about nation gear. Um, we got some new nation gear designs. We launched them uh, last week at the season opener party, and they did really good, so we got a... Which ones are you especially excited about? My most, especially. My most favorite... Um, item of nation gear is the our chris new, thick shirt is the chris thick shirt we're still working on the design it's a it's a prototype right you now. get to buy a shirt that either either has checked thick or not thick with chris written at the top so you get to decide if you think chris is thick or not thick some of the actual nation gear we're selling right now is a new hope will never die hoodie and we got them in t-shirts which i feel too. like we need right now <laughs> yeah you're telling i feel me. like we need the hope will never die hoodie right now you want to hear something crazy the new barista at little brick her name is hope no well that could be a big game changer for See? us I think this is what we. Everything's that's coming we together. Need. Everything's coming. Everything's, everything's coming, coming together. together. Hope really, showed up. I really hope that things change. And that hope is in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Go to nationgear.ca. Check out the new designs. Follow Nation Gear on Twitter and Instagram at Nation Gear. Go get the hope will never die hoodie. Yeah, we now. got a uh, neon Leon T too. Which, oh man, the neon Leon T. They look it's, legit. It's a version number two, and it's brighter and louder than ever. Our German fans are super excited yeah, I know. about that. German fans love neon pink. Mm-hmm. And they look, great, they look great in it as well. Now, coming up next, we've got round two of Coombs Trivia. In case you missed Coombs Trivia, a couple episodes ago now, Cam comes up with... Well, Cam, I'll let you explain it. So what I got here is I got three different rounds and what our intern, Evan, who just left... See, Evan, Evan left. So this is shocking. Evan just Evan just packed up and left. He did this again last... Evan did does this last every single time. He didn't even time. bring the sauces with him. He just... So... No. What happens is, is I got a trivia thing, and since this, we have Get Sauced, the hot sauce producer. And new sponsor of Oilers Nation Radio. Thanks to our friends at Get Sauced. GetSauced.com. Go ahead, Cam. So what we do is we toss a bunch of really, really hot-ass sauce in a bowl, and then Evan, our intern, goes and does what interns do, lackey-ass tasks, and he gets nuggets from McDonald's. And what he does every single time, because he is an idiot because he forgets <laughs> that you can't buy nuggets until 11 a.m. So he shows up 7 a.m. thinking he can buy his nuggets and he has to wait outside for four hours. He's not But now idiot. Evan's here and he just left. He just left. He left with our nuggets. I don't even know where he is. Evan left mid-bit. So what we're going to do here while we're waiting to him get back from God knows where he went is talk about our friends at Get Sauced. <laughs> We've got two sauces that we're going to do for Coombs Trivia today. The first one is, I believe I'm getting these orders right. The first one is ghost pepper. Correct. Okay, I... I have to jump in here. Well, what's the second sauce? The second one is Reaper Pepper. All right. I got to call out Dan here because we've talked about this all week while he was gone. Um, and it was funny. Dustin, great guy from Get Sauced, uh, he even called Dan out for this. When we first did the uh, Coombs trivia with the hot sauce, Dan reiterated um, the Scoville ratings from the yes. hot sauce on the website. And I've had multiple... I I haven't looked back at the episode yet, but I've had multiple people tell me that... Uh, Dan said can't that read. This, yeah, that he said the Scoville rating was. If in only the we had the tape and we could look back and hear me. Unfortunately, say a we don't. 
But billion. you said trillions. Million. You said yeah. billions or trillions. One million. Or two. But anyway, so I do want to uh, just confirm something about the hot sauce. Uh, if you look on the website, getsauce.com, it gives you the Scoville ratings of the uh, pepper itself and not the hot sauce. Get Sauce actually hasn't sent in their sauces themselves to get tested for the Scoville rating. Oh, okay. So there's where the miscommunication was. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. We were talking straight pepper, not necessarily the sauce. So now behind me, we've got Rick oh. from the Pint. He is mixing some nuggies with some kind of hot sauces. While they're working on that, the smell already is permeating the office. And it's just like my stomach is in a rough shape based oh, on man, last night's decost. Oh, man. That's this is going to be bad. Can so Evan heard, my, Evan heard my comments when I might have called him an idiot. I might have <laughs> said that, but he clearly heard me because now he's dumping a lot of hot sauce on these nuggets and this looks overwhelming but so i'm going to go through quickly and explain trivia for those who don't remember so what we have is we have three different rounds and three different levels of hot sauce the first round is the rapid fire game in which the uh the group will be asked a question and they have one minute to name 15 players off of a list no strikes just rapid fire guesses Second round is the medium sauce game where they work together. Slightly more oh, difficult man. questions. It's just like it's a punch to the face. Go ahead. A slightly more difficult question where you guys have three strikes and you have to name 10 players off of a list. And then the final round, which is the elimination game where there's a very hard question. Oh, my goodness gracious. This, oh my God. You just put it near my face and now I feel physically sick. I'm These sitting are across, like, this is, this is, I'm sitting across some, the room in my this is jaw. Can we get some Red Bulls? So to, we've uh, tripled the, the amount of sauce that is probably on them from the first time we did this. And the smell is just like, it violates the nostrils. Oh my gosh, it violates the nostrils. Once again, Evan is going. He's probably going to grab some Red Bulls here because our mouths are going to be on fire here. That's Evan so the big. intern extraordinaire. I, I regret the comments that I made earlier. That was that was. His inaccurate. dad listens to this podcast. Yeah, his dad listens I, to I do. I do listen to the podcast. It's true. He's, Evan's dad. Ah. <laughs> you know what, Cam? You're an idiot. This oh. is true. I, I, won't, I won't deny that. Cam? Let's get started. Round two, Coombs Trivia. We've got sauces courtesy as our friends at Get Sauced. And we've got some sampling going on here. We've got, oh, the smell is just crazy. Cam, oh what do you got God. for us today? You said we're going to Europe in honor of Dan. Right. So in honor of Dan, we are doing questions in regards to Sweden and in regards to Germany. How? So who, who's participating in this right now? We've got a big room of people We've got a big room of people right now. Room. we got... We got the four oh, of us. Free. We got Wanya. I'm going to get you in the mix on this. Rick, of Wanya course, too. is in. All right, we got a we got a large group here. We got a large group here. Let's let's see where this goes. You did right. say this was going to be a tougher one, so this is this is going to be a difficult. We one. need all the help. So what get. we have in the first round, I'm just I'm just getting my clock ready. Sorry. We've got dead air in the first round. We have, yeah. I'm just, I'm just pulling, pulling myself together here. Cam's getting himself the questions ready. All right, he's got his timer out. So what we have for the first question is you guys have one minute to name, and I have the top twenty-five Swedish scores in NHL history. You have to name ten players from this list. I don't know anyone from Sweden. You don't know a single player from Sweden. Chris isn't going to be very much help, no. but we have Wanya and we have Rick. They're both in their 50s. They've been around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they've watched a lot of hockey and they've watched a lot of Swedes. Okay, so where are you going to start? All right, where are we going to start? Is it just like a free-for-all? So scream this out these just, names yeah. and I will, I'll, be, I'll, get be getting, any... I'll be getting some check marks if you guys have them. I'm going to start off with no four. Access. I've got, I'm going whoa, to cross, whoa, whoa. Oh, cross four off your list right, right here. I'm going to press start right now. Go. Daniel and Henrik Sedin. There Marcus Naslund. Peter Forsberg. Oscar Clefbaum. 
No, Oscar Kleffbaum is not one of the top 25 Swedish scorers of all time. Boris Salming. Boris Salming is on the list. Matt That's Sundin. Fine. Matt Sundin is number one. Nick Lidstrom. Nick Lidstrom is number three. So we have the top five. You need three more, and you have 36 seconds. Remember those players from the 70s? Can you think of any from your glory days? Thomas Sandstrom. Thomas Sandstrom? How do you spell that? <laughs> Can I pause the clock? I, I am not seeing a Thomas Sandstrom. There's no Thomas. There's no Adam Larson. Okay. Oh, my those God. Those are the two Swedish players. I know. You need three more. What's this? the guy that played in Detroit? He parked himself in front of the net. Thomas Holmstrom. Holmstrom. Holmstrom is on the list. Cronwell. Carl think of Wallen. some. Think of some. There's, 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 there's two guys playing right now. Daniel Alfredson. You already said Daniel Alfredson. Did we? And that is time up. Uh, uh, you guys only got eight Swedish players. I think some names you were Swedish missing. Okay, if we're talking. Go ahead. So what? Some names you guys were missing is Kent Nilsson, Michael Nylander, Mats Naslund, Louis Eriksson, Eric. Carlson, Callie Johansson, uh, Michael Carlson. Michael Renberg. How could you forget Michael Renberg? Legend. Uh, so now you guys all have to enjoy some very hot sauced up wings. So the first one is the ghost pepper sauce. Uh, ghost pepper sauce, and these are heavily doused. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to touch. Oh, man. These are soggy. Uh, these are soggy with sauce. This is disgusting. Okay, here we the, go. Uh, Can you pass the that bowl down here? Ghost pepper sauce. First one, punishment because we completely fucked up on the Swedes. Oh, this is a disaster. We were getting the ones it's at the bottom of the bowl, so they've been soaking the most uh, juice. They're, they're soggy. Oh, you man. ate it already? Yep. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that'll wake you up. Ghost pepper sauce. This is a lot more violent than the last time we did this. <laughs> this, tossing looks, them, this looks painful. <laughs> tossing oh. them in the sauce was really unnecessary, in my opinion. Dude, I'm, oh, no, man. Chris is struggling. He's got a pained look on his face. More Red Bull showing up. Everybody's doing okay. It tastes good at first. The sauce itself tastes good, but then they slap you. This yeah, is a different animal. The afterburn. It might be the pepper that killed a guy. Oh, boy. So now I think is a good time to explain the second question, which is going to make the first question look like an absolute nightmare. You thought naming Swedish players was difficult. Well, what I have here is in vain. Um, Dan had a great time in Germany, watched an NHL hockey game in Germany. So what I'm going to need you guys to do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to easy this down a little bit for you guys because I don't want to be too big of a dick. So what I was originally going to have you do is I have 26 players born in Germany who have played an NHL game ever. I'm not going to make you list 10. I'm going to make you list seven. So you guys have as a group one minute to name seven German NHL players born in Germany. And you have three strikes. I got two. Okay. Let me remember you have three strikes. So don't, don't, don't be saying Taylor Hall. (laughs) Don't be saying Roman Hammerlick. All right. Oh, man. So you guys ready to go? Am I ready yeah. to start the timer? I got I the first one. What is the question? <laughs> the question is, <laughs> name seven players in the uh. NHL ever born in Germany. Ready? Go. Marco Sturm. Marco Sturm is on the list. Do we count Danny Heatley? You count Danny Heatley, yes. Yeah. That's Heater two. all-star. Danny Heatley. Dreisaitl. Uh, yep, Dreisaitl is on the list. That's Christian three. Christian Erhoff. Erhoff. That's four. Tobias Reeder. Uh, Reeder's on the list. That's five. 
Oli the goalie? Oli the goalie was not born in Germany. Uh, was he born in Austria or something? He was born in, I think, like South Africa or something really was weird. Was he really? Yeah, really weird. <laughs> Dan wow. Is struggling Dan is having a hard time. Don't touch your eyes, man. Uh, Jochen Hecht. Hecht, I'm getting yelled at. Jochen Hecht? He's on the list. Hecht. I don't know. Is anybody, I'm looking at you guys. I need help here. We got 15 seconds left. Chris, come on. And you guys have named six guys. German, German, German. There's a, there's a German guy right now. Guys, give you a hint. He played for Peter Chiarelli's Marcel Gotch. Oh, Dan got Marcel Gotch. There it is. That, is that was seven? clutch. That was it. The one I was going to give you is a bonus one here. Is there was a German player that played for Peter Chiarelli's Stanley Cup winning Boston Bruins team. Defenseman. I don't even know. It is Dennis Seidenberg. Oh, oh boy. Is the Red Bull helping, or is, am I wasting yeah. my time drinking the right, water? So how, how many of Nothing these bag, really helps. It the just bag milk, dulls the it. bag milk uh, recipe does help. So they got seven. They got seven. So I'm drinking sugar free though. So that's not going to help. Uh, Cam is now taking one of the ghost pepper ones that is doused in sauce. Oh Courtesy of our friends at Get Sauce. This was a little bit spicier than last time. Last time we only get a thin layer on top. These are generously tossed. To put it lightly, generously tossed. I enjoyed the nugget. <laughs> Oh boy, Cam, let's get your first reaction to having your first chicken wing. Okay. Your like, like I don't want to say that it's not that bad because I know as soon as I say it's not that bad, it's going to overwhelm my mouth and I'm not going to be able to like, close my mouth at all. Chris is having a real struggle to your right, Cam. <laughs> really? He is drinking. He drank a full bottle of water. Now the half Red Bull's going. The coffee's going as well. Tri- oh my goodness, Chris is triple fisting. It's not helping. Like it's the very, very tip of your tongue. That's just on It fire. is. It's like, all right. Round two is in the books. Okay. Oh, Dino. I think I'm okay. Okay, just give me. Mm. Dan, you okay over there? You were having a struggle. You were having uh, a moment this of one's exis- hurt. This existential crisis. This one hurts a lot. This is tough. All right. I'm in some pain. Round three. But I'm going to explain the third question. Real quick, round three of Coombs Trivia brought to you by our friends at Get Sauce who have provided these. You know what? They're delicious. But they're violent, mm-hmm. deliciously violent sauce. Which is extremely from our f- intense. Okay, and you know what? Get sauce. Oh, excuse me. Get sauce isn't just about hot sauce. They've got delicious barbecue sauce. I got it this curry one in my house. I bought it yep. the other day. It's so good. I they put have it on some this. Uh, Do they have mayonnaise? They uh, maybe it might be able to cook something up for you. They've got a honey mustard sauce that's delicious. A chipotle barbecue sauce, and they have a. Oh, I'm sweating so much right now. I really they also tr- have a steak spice. I really want to try the one that they have like oh as a goodness. Tabasco replacement for Caesars. Yeah. Uh, it's, they've, yeah, they're filled ugh. with stuff, not just hot sauce. Go on are their my website. glasses fogging up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your glasses are fogging up. That's why I actually, that's why I wore contacts today and I was like regretting. I was like, did I make a bad call to wear contacts? Anyway, round three, okay. courtesy of our friends at Get Sauced. Go talk to them at getsauce.com if you want to get some information. You can email them at sales at getsauce.com. Go see them at 9620 58th Avenue or give them a call at 780-462-2418. Again, that's 780-462-2418. Getsauce.com. Cam, go ahead. Round three. Round three is the last man standing round. Group competition. So this one's going to get evil because like Cam said earlier, we have a packed house in here. Yeah. We have a packed house. We've got five people participating. We've got Chris the intern. We've got the nation down. We've got bag milk. We have Wanya and we have Rick from the pint. That's a hell of a group. A lot of hockey being watched between this group. And what I have here is, so we're going to do snake format. Remember last time we did all the Oilers drafted players. This time we're going to start with Chris. We're going to go around the table. No. And then Rick has to do two in a row. And then we're going to go back. And if you if you get the question wrong, you're out and you have to eat 
a spicy one, like a really spicy one. And if you're the last one standing, you don't have to eat it. And this one, the spicy one, this is the uh, Reaper Pepper. Reaper Pepper oh, is, is spicier, spicier than the ghost pepper. Wanye <laughs> is visibly upset right now. He's oh, not, come on. Do you regret coming into the office? I now? came into work today and now I'm eating nuggets doused in lava. Just to reiterate what Dan was talking about last time, the Scoville of the ghost pepper um, is 800,000 to a million Scovilles and the Carolina Reaper sauce, the Carolina Reaper pepper is 1.5 million to 2.5 million. Oh, that is fucked so up. Just it, take it, a knee for me. What? Can you guys just take a knee for me? Can, how easy is this? This I don't is very. This is extremely easy. I'm terrified. This is fine. All right. So what the question the is, first... <laughs> what if I get this wrong? Like the look on Chris's face is just pure panic right now. He is wide eyed. Well, he is the deer caught in the headlights. Go ahead. All right. This shouldn't be that hard because there's going to be a lot of crossover from the first two questions. But what I have here is a list of 24 guys, Swedes and Germans, who have played an NHL game for the Edmonton Oilers. Swedes and Germans who have played a game for the Edmonton Remember, Oilers. these are oh. players born in Sweden or born in Germany. Thank goodness. So we're going to start with Chris. I don't I, know if this is easier, though, man, honestly. Well, let's start Let's start with Chris. Can you name a Swede or a German who has played for the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, Henry, just kidding. Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl is, Woo! of course, on the list. Suck it. Dan, Dan is even taking notes here. Dan's, Dan's really in the mix. Dan, you're up. I made a mistake last week, and I repeated one. So You did. Adam so Larson. Good. Adam Larson. Oscar yeah. Clefbaum. Jochen Hecht. <laughs> Again, yeah, Jochen Hecht. <laughs> Tobias Ryder. Yep. Pontus Aberg. Pontus Aberg is on the list. There we go. Everyone's, everyone's through round one. We're, we're thriving. <laughs> need, need, some, need some Swedes. Got two more Germans left and a lot of I'm Swedes. I'm so happy to see you struggle right Did we now. say Clefbaum? Yeah, he said Clefbaum. Oh, thank you. No, Clefbaum. No, wait. No, no, no he said Clefbaum already. We already said Clefbaum. Yeah, <laughs> Wanye already out on Clefbaum on the double. He is going in for the Reaper pepper sauce. I will get the reaction. The smell of it is hot death. Are you, hey, Wanye, you want to wait till the oh, end man. until everyone? No, let him do it. Let no, him do it. No, okay, no, do it now. no, I want it now so I can pick the least fucked up one. <laughs> Wanye is going in on the Carolina Reaper sauce. Cur- <laughs> courtesy of our friends at Get Sauced. He's going in, taking one for the team. Look at this nation that you created. He is... He has business to do after this. Do you regret starting this website now? <laughs> Attaboy. Wanye is taking it down like a champ. I'm sh- going I'm in. He's got it. It's he's not going to. That's clutch. He, he had some solid technique there. That is clutch, Wanye. He didn't that's let it gonna, touch. That's not going to hurt right now, it's but that bad. is going to hurt fine. later, my friend. He did not let it You're touch fine. his lips. That just went right down the hatch. Remember when I said we should get a ranch dressing place to sponsor this <laughs> shit? We got like, no, Hansa. <laughs> I'm going to follow up. up. I'm going to follow up uh, Wanye with. Mats Lindgren. Oh, hell yes. Mats Lindgren is the third highest scoring Swedish player in Oilers history with 68 points between 1996 and 1999. Dan, you're on the clock. Dick Tarnstrom. Dick Tarnstrom, of course. The Good legendary. Paul. Good Paul. The legendary uh, Dick, <laughs> Dick Tarnstrom. Chris, you are now on the clock for two in a row. Oh, oh are you serious? There's, okay. Staring at there's, me. There's two, there's two that shouldn't be that hard. Like, I'll take my hint, please. Okay. I'll give you one hint for both these two players. Wanye's <laughs> uh, upset that there was hints. I there's, just don't know. Like, I know a lot of guys, but I don't know their nationalities. There's, there's, two, there's two Swedes that were involved in the first rendition of Hope. Oh, that's a good hint. That is two a real Swedes, good hint. Two Swedes. 
That is a very Think of good what name. hope stands for, and there's two guys on that list. You'll say their name. Man, that is a, just a given answer. Yeah, but Chris hey, is so bad hey, at this. Like, yep, hey, <gasps> Okay. And now you have to name another one. Hope. What would... Line- the- He's working through how to spell hope. Linus Omark. He's- Linus Omark is on the list. There he is. I just... <sighs> cool. Dan, Dan, Dan is furiously if, writing if down his notes. Anton Lander. There he is. I was going to give you oh, an Anton nice. Lander hint. Now this is getting like real difficult. There's, if you want a hint, I can give you a hint. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a hint. There's one who is a current player on the team right now. And remember, he didn't grow up in Sweden, but he was born in Sweden. He didn't grow up in Sweden, but he was born in Sweden. I might have one, guys. I feel like, you know what? I'm just going to take the L. You can, just, you can L. just say him. You can just yell a name out. Uh, okay. Just think of a player on the roster. Think of a Euro on the roster. Think of a Euro on the roster. You know what? I don't know. Fuck it. I'm just going to go ahead and eat this. Because you okay. know what? I liked Wanya's approach of taking one that doesn't have very much death sauce on it. And I feel so, like yeah, this guy in the corner. The deeper you go into the game. All right. All right. Down the hatch like a, like a fucking pelican. <laughs> you so was terrifying. Oh, my God. You know what? You, That's a nice sauce. It's a nice sauce. He says that as he's his tears flowing out of his eyes right now. Okay. All right, Rick, we need you for two. Here. All right, Rick's coming up for two. Remember, you can you you have that old hint that I gave. Yeah, I got an idea for that one. I'm not. I'm going Kent Wait. Nielsen. Kent Nielsen. Yep, of course. And uh, let's go back to my friend Tommy Salo. Yep, Tommy Salo's on the list, of course. What was the other hint you gave? He was uh, born in Sweden, but didn't grow up there. Wow. Well, he's on the team right now. Okay. Oh man. Okay, so Dan's up. Reaper Pepper is spicy. Yeah, Dan's got Daniel to Jarnquist. Okay, I'm going to go taking a risk here. Go ahead. Uh, Oilers prospect uh, William, I think his first name is, Legison. No, these are players who have played a game for the Oilers. Oh, oh that's a ball. Wait, that has he played a game? Does no, a preseason Ligeson. game? Oh, William Legison's not played a game for the that Oilers. That is Gosh. a... Chris is out. Nuggy coming your way. against Rick now. Oh, Dan and God. Rick. Rick knows every hockey player yeah. who has ever oh, played man. in the NHL. Are you looking up stuff? Okay, just These checking. These aren't even just wet checking. anymore. They're just like soaked in and disgusting. Rick has enjoyed a cold one in the cooler with like half the guys on this list. <laughs> Chris like, is... You can't breathe in as you put it in your mouth. My mouth is on fire. <laughs> My mouth is on fire. Chris is taking it down. He is not happy about it. Oh, well, right now it's okay. We've got a Dan versus Rick battle, and they have to go back and forth in snake style. So I'm going to pass the mic over to Rick. He is it's ready. First. Dan, you're up first. first yeah. One at a time. Uh, I don't know. Like, You can think it back to my hand. Yeah, if you don't want to, yeah, if you don't mind giving me a hint. No, like this. What thing, was your hint, sorry? Well, my hint that I gave uh, bagged milk was a current player on the team who was born in Sweden, didn't grow up there. It's on the team right now. Oh, like remember, we also got three goalies here we haven't named yet. Oh, Tommy Salo. No, Rick oh, already, already yeah, said Rick Tommy Salo. Damn it. Okay, question I, for you though. <laughs> I did have a name written down. Robert Nielsen. Bobby Nielsen? Yeah, Robert Nielsen's... Uh, Would have been a Swede. Actually, no, sorry. He's Robert American. Nielsen wasn't born in Sweden. But so who we were missing here and who Pooley I was Arvey. giving... Yeah, Pugliarvi was the Pooley guy. Pugliarvi was the guy. He's born in Sweden. He's the one who's born in Sweden but grew up in Finland. And then some what? other some other huge names we missed. I cannot believe you guys forgot Johan Motin. I can't believe we forgot Victor Fast, Anders Nielsen, Jonas Gustafsson. That's back-to-back wins for me, by the way. That's uh, Rick is two it. wins for Rick. Rick is the back-to-back Coombs trivia winner. Yeah, I'm going to take one of those hot ones, too, because I'm, I'm all in. Dan, we got one for you. Coombs going to have one as well. There's a little these bit of like, solidarity here. These are just not even... 
This is. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Dan's taking that down. Rick takes it down. I like that Rick wins and does the punishment anyways. Get sauce. Quality. Quality hot sauce. Rick's just all about the competition. He loves playing for the love of the game. Wow. Wow. I tried to keep that one off my tongue as much as I could. It didn't work. I feel like after you've had your first one, you're kind of a little bit more used to it. No. And then you take the no, second one. Chris, certain. get on mic, please. Please give me a little reaction. Chris, you are struggling over there. I'm trying to I'm trying to look at things around me that I could put on my tongue. Like I'm gonna lick this. this is right. Chris is licking a coffee cup. <laughs> that's hard that's cardboard. <laughs> I don't know if it helps or not. Maybe it does. Oh man. Is there is there anybody? Is there any more Red Bulls in here? <laughs> we powered through all the Red Bulls. Oh, you guys, put your tongue on the cold Red Bull can. It works. <laughs> Holy cow. So I guess thanks. Wow. Get sauced. That's I what guess. we get. That's what we get for tossing shade at them and being like, "Oh, that wasn't that hot last time." Because you know oh. what? Uh, Not only did we toss shade at them last time, they're coming up with a hotter sauce are. than the ones that we just had because I called them out. A special trivia sauce for bag milk. Who doesn't believe that get I'm sauce a, is hot? I'm a moron. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh, oh the so, struggle is real. You should. Uh, oh boy, I can't talk right now. Never mind. Dan, did we have any questions that came in on Twitter that we can kind of wrap things up with? We did. We kind of end of off on a high note. I had a couple and by a high note, I mean while we're all in a euphoric state of I did burning. I another one for some reason. We had There's a couple, a couple more nuggets here. Do we have here. any nuggies without sauce on them? Come on. Oh, oh my goodness. Cam, for some reason, just took a bonus one. We had a couple questions that came in. Dan's struggling. Your tongue swollen there? Yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> Hopefully nobody had allergies. From, to I love pulled you. Uh, how <laughs> long until Bear is back in Edmonton doing bear things? Nine games. What, what is a bear thing? Like living in a forest? <laughs> Shitting in the woods? Yeah, after Bouchard goes down. I don't know if Bouchard goes in down. nine games. I think. Or if Benning continues to struggle, I could see them doing a little swap ski. What else you got? Another question that came in from Craig underscore Osborne said, "Fix the Oilers in one trade and go." Uh, Adam Larson for Taylor Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that. What else we got? <laughs> uh, somebody asked. Uh, the Andy Babich asked, "Did I pick up any Sweden or German terms on my trip?" The only one I picked up was "langen blinken," which is uh, having a nap, but when you pass out. Oh my goodness! So passing out. A long. I'm gonna have a Langenbrugen yep. right now. It's <laughs> not feeling good, man. I could go for a Lagenbrugen right now. You know, it's like loosening up every fluid in my body. My head is draining. My, my glasses are just fogged. <sighs> Anything else, Dan? Uh, I think that's that's pretty much it. All right, let's wrap this up. I want to thank our friends at Sherwood Ford. I want to thank our friends at Get Sauced, kind of. And I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm going to try and lay down and just sweat this out and uh. hope that my stomach doesn't eat itself from the inside out. I'm so okay. thank you for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, Episode 7. My nose is running. I apologize. This is really gross. This is the worst. Follow us on Twitter at ON Radio Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at ON Radio Podcast. Like us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcast problems. Like us in real life also. Yeah, we're nice in real life. Thanks, everybody. Go Oilers. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.